But you were nice and patient. You waited. You uh, saved up your hard-earned money for that summer dream vacation. You weren't going to wait anymore. What have we met with? Thousands of canceled flights, packed airports, long lines, record prices. we got that going on, too. Then you get a lack of rental cars when you're trying to rent one expensive hotel. If you can get a room and customer service, well, that's that's just tough to find in general. Okay, despite all that, you know what I'm going to tell you? Take the trip anyway. There's a way to survive nightmare summer travel. And it has been a nightmare. Let's face that. You can do it. Don't give up on it. Welcome to the Cooled Head Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody is going through it, though. Everybody. It just seems to be everywhere. Here's some of the frustration from just some of the early summer uh, holiday travel so far. I don't know who to be upset at. You know, never seen this before. No one has. No one's seen anything. And some of the solutions we have for you, it's two categories that I've been able to break this down into. Obvious solutions, things that we all should have known, even though maybe you haven't traveled in a while and you, you kind of forgot. And the not so obvious stuff that I think is called for in a certain situation like this. But before we get into anything, let's get to the why, right? Why, why are we facing this right now? All the airline and travel industry experts and the economists are saying because of staff shortages with pilots even. Uh, fuel prices sky high. You know that already. They've had walkouts for a bunch of different reasons. The demand is there because of after a couple of years of people not traveling, you, you may be in this category too. I know I was. You're not going to delay it anymore. And there's just a general anxiety and anger that's out there because of all this stuff. The airline industry will tell you. The airports will tell you. They haven't done a good job at all. You could have been this guy, though. Listen to his case. Just so frustrated. I don't even have baggage. I've been in this for three days. It's also this, and if you've traveled within the last, I'd say like six months, you can notice it as well. I swear to you, I th- it seems like people have just forgotten how to travel. Like the basic summer, anytime travel rules have like gone right out the window, which makes it even more frustrating. That you know, you know the frustrating part. All right, but here's the only relevant question. The only thing that matters, what can you do about it? You kind of feel like you're at the mercy of the airline and TSA and the airport and I know it's kind of a sobering thought, but you kind of are. But you, this is why you need the, your patience as much as you can possibly muster. Because it's kind of like being on a thrill ride, okay? Maybe you were apprehensive about it before or excited, but you're in there. There's not a lot you can do about it. You're strapped in, you're locked in, and the roller coaster is about to take off. All you can do is calm your nerves, enjoy the process best you possibly can. And that's the best way to look at it. Number one, and this all falls under the obvious category, especially for us, and especially if you have little kids. Take it from me, a very uh, quick-triggered, angry traveler, or at least I used to be, trying to work on it, it doesn't do any good, especially now with what we're going through as consumers and travelers. Pack your patience, because I swear to you, I'd never be able to prove this. Somehow, that attitude is like contagious on an airplane or in an airport when everybody's frustrated all at once. It doesn't do any good. Chill out. Enjoy the process even more and do the best you can. Here's more of the obvious stuff that'll get you through this time. Things that you may have known of before, things that we always have been told and we're like, yeah, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, no worry. But you really have to in times like this when you don't want to bail on your vacation, but you want to get there and actually survive the travel season. Book direct nonstop whenever you possibly can. And you're thinking, all right, well, that's really expensive. I can't afford that. You can't go cheap. You can't do it. It's not worth it in the long run. Most of those people, some of the people we played at the beginning of the segment who have missed, you know, connecting flights, 
that's where most of the frustration has come in and that's where most of the cancellations have happened. If you can at all, if you're in an area where you can get a direct flight, go that way. Here's something I found way late in the game. That TSA pre-check is great. Or I guess it's global entry, it's called, if you're traveling internationally. It's totally worth it. Check it out. See if you can do it. It's kind of a long process. You may be late in the game and doing this too, but it will be worth it. Trust me on this one. For shorter lines, quicker screening, because most of these delays and people missing flights have happened at the TSA lines. And they're frustrated too as well, by the way. Never seen so many frustrated TSA agents. Probably rightfully so, because they're dealing with us. I get that. I get that too. Check in online. Another obvious thing. All these points are obvious. We all know them. Download your boarding pass on your phone. Print it out as a backup if you want to. But check in online before you even you know, get to the airport that morning. And as few bags as possible on a carry-on. I know it's easier said than done. I've traveled with kids before. I totally get it. Or a family, even if you're alone, it's even tough. Once you start to finally pack and you realize how much stuff you actually have. And remember that 50-pound rule. They've never been so stringent in checking in on this thing. Great little handy tool to have is one of those little handy scales. And get there as early as possible. I know it's a dad thing to say, but it's true. The earlier you get to the airport, the earlier you're going to either find out that your flight is delayed or you can actually do something about it or make alternate plans. If you can get a hold of a rental car or something. Get there as early as you possibly can. Those are all obvious things. Everybody knows that, right? How about the not-so-obvious things? You may not have thought of before. And sadly, I think it takes time like this for us to realize this kind of stuff. You're not powerless, even though I said that before in the introduction. You actually do have rights as a passenger that you can take advantage of. You should know this. It's the Passenger Bill of Rights. It's not good enough. But you are entitled to compensation if they bump you on a flight. There's stipulations. There always are with airlines and airports. One hour or less, there's no compensation. One to two, minimum 20% of your original one-way fare. Two hours or more, or four or more internationally, minimum of 400% of your original one-way fare, whichever is lower. You're not going to get compensated for delayed flights, though. This is like mechanical, canceled flights, which have happened a lot, damaged or lost luggage. That's not going to happen. You're not guaranteed compensation for delays. Remember that part of it. You got 24 hours to cancel a ticket uh, after a booking as well. Remember that. So if you hear that there's nightmare travel delays happening, but you've already booked, you actually do have some time and not enough people realize you can get out of it. You also have the right to accommodations for disabilities. Don't ever forget that. You got a right to complain too, and that's really important. You can complain to the DOT, the Department of Transportation, about airline service. They want to hear from you. And if we're going to change anything in this to try to get the, the airline industry better, that's going to help. Oh, and here's another thing about delays, of which we've seen a ton already this year, and it's been a nightmare for people. You, did you know you have the right to food and water during lawn tarmac delays? You actually do. I'm not saying they have you know, the ability to get it to you, but if your plane's on the tarmac, you know, you're sitting there, it's stuffy, it's hot, and or a gate assignment for like two hours or more, they have to provide food and water, as well as access to bathrooms and medical attention. Hasn't always happened. It, they're not generally allowed to stay in the tarmac for longer than three hours because of issues with safety and security and airport disruptions. Not saying it doesn't happen, because it does. But just remember that. You always have rights as a passenger and a consumer. But that's who you would actually fight with, right? You fight with your rights. You fight for your rights as a consumer with the airline, Department of Transportation, whatever it is. You do that on the phone if you can get a hold of a customer service representative. You know you don't fight with? Your fellow passengers. Anybody can run into somebody that's an awful 
you know, airline seat buddy or somebody that's, you know, cutting you off in line at the airport or somebody that has the screaming baby on the plane as well. Remember at the beginning I said pack your patience and lower your expectations? Okay, this is the pack your patience part because that helps out everybody if we all chill out. Full disclosure, I'm telling you, not exactly the most patient air traveler, but but working on it. It truly is. It's never been more important to be able to do that. Because I bet you, if you're somebody with older kids like me, it, it, you go through a life change. Before we had kids, I would dread a screaming baby. And I would always like get really upset about it. I'm like, oh, great, I have to sit next to the baby. Once you have kids and you understand that situation, and every once in a while, you're doing the best you can as a parent. You're, you're trying your best to pacify the baby. It doesn't always work. Just remember that. What it was like for you in the earlier parenting stage. And that little bit of patience is going to go a long, long way. But for the younger parents, this is where we can send you some veteran parent advice. This is what we can do because we've all been through it. Obvious things that we all tend to forget every once in a while, especially if you get a bunch of kids. Here's the reminder. You knew it was coming for the, for the younger parents with younger kids traveling. The absolute must. Well, you know what? First, let me start with like teenagers. You've been working the entire time. You finally got some, some headway to get kids away from electronics. This isn't the time to put up that fight. Maybe you call a truce on this one. You know, maybe the, maybe the time for electronics is okay on this particular flight in this particular travel season because it's been so nuts. Snacks, don't forget about them for small kids. Very, very important. Something, obviously, for the pressure changes. How many times you, if, if you look back as you were a parent of a young kid or a baby and you forgot that? And on that patience part, especially with small kids, if there's anything as a parental traveler I've learned over the years, it's this. Boy, do your kids pick up on your ability to stay calm in a really frustrating situation. If there's nothing you listen to during this particular episode, except this one thing, please let this be the takeaway. If you stay chill, I promise you, it's going to keep them chill as well. If not this trip, one down the road, because it's contagious and they pick that up on you. Took me years to learn it, but I learned it. Trust me on that one point. Pack your patience, might have to lower your expectations, but the main takeaway is, don't let any of this stuff take you away from your dream summer travel vacation. You can still do it. You just need some survival skills and some reminders. That's why we're here. And thank you for being here. It's the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, sharing along too. The reviews have been great. Always appreciate that. And always open to suggestions. The DMs are open on the social media, which you can find us everywhere. You'll find the Cool Dad Rules. You'll find us on social media as well. With all that said, thanks as always for being here. And I'll talk to you soon.